Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest show airing in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode, we break down a show from the TLC or Discovery Plus Network, past or present, deep dive and discuss all the glorious chaos that is reality television. On a Friday, we also have another episode and that is purely Bravo and Real Housewives related reality. But we've actually decided to watch even more TLC, get in on this new season of 90 Day Fiancé and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Hello, every gorgeous one of you. How are all of you? I wish I could hear all your responses, but alas, this is a podcast. Um, I hope anyone that did celebrate Thanksgiving was listening to this had a good Thanksgiving. I ate, I, I ate approximately more in 72 hours than I did the entire previous week and a half. It was, it was obscene. It was obscene. Um, but I hope if you did, um, if you did celebrate that you had a good Thanksgiving, whether it was just being with friends, being with people that you love and having a grand old time. I actually ventured down to San Diego to be with some friends that are like family of mine and I do it every Thanksgiving and it was glorious. It was, there was about 20 of us and I made, um, something that is very, very American that I'd never had until I came to an American Thanksgiving and I loved it. And I think it's very polarizing. 
it's green bean casserole. I love a green bean casserole. And I know that I spend a lot of time talking shit about um, some American cuisine on this podcast. But I can tell you, God bless America for green bean casserole. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I loved it. Um, so yeah, we did that. Drank wine, ate, laughed, and had a grand old time. But I am back in Los Angeles now. And if you hear any little snoozing or any noises, it's because I have a beautiful pup next to me here named Maple. She's a rescue pit um, that is the daughter of Mr. Colton Little. And Mr. Colton Little is friend of the pod who was on a couple of episodes back talking housewives. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. It's, it could, it's one of my top three eps, best episodes we've ever recorded on the pod. He'd never seen the housewives before. Um, he was giving his opinions and it was glorious work. It really was. Um, we also, I've also been doing on our Instagram, Tender Loving Care podcast, a ton of plugs for uh, Colton's latest movie that's just come out. You can find it on the Hallmark channel. Um, it premiered on Sunday. It is called A Biltmore Christmas and we all watched it together. And guys, it is amazing it's Christmassy it's wonderful acting is superb obviously it's Colton so it's amazing um go and check it out the Hallmark you can get it whether you have you know regular direct TV or something like that or it's on the Peacock um app where you can find all your Bravo goodness um I know on holidays you know a lot of people what you know do some deep diving um, watching, binge watching some some TV, uh, Netflix shows, the latest stuff that came out. And I had a friend of mine that has kept saying to me, have you seen Twin Flames? Have you seen Twin Flames? Have you seen Twin Flames on Netflix? Um, I hadn't. So I didn't really know. I mean, it, it looked as though it was a scammer type documentary. Ends up being three, um, three parts. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, guys... If you have not seen this docu-series, you need to get your sweet, beautiful little asses over to Netflix and watch Twin Flames because it is so cuckoo. It's three parts and every part is as riveting as the as the last. You are so confused and perplexed of what you're watching and how these cult leaders have this power over people and they end up living this life of lies and money and wealth all by manipulating people who sign up in droves. It is crazy. If you have not, I don't want to give anything away apart from saying which they say on there, the premise is this man and woman ran run something called twin flames universe which guarantees you guarantees you that you will meet your twin flame if you're not familiar with that term it means basically your ultimate soul soulmate your soul is split in two and we're wandering the earth finding that other half and they guarantee you'll find it your partner for life however what these two were doing was something very different there's jail there is forced transition there is lies money threats it's cuckoo you have to watch it twin flames on netflix oh so yes anyway i deep dived that and watched all of that um well worth it well worth it um also i did see 
in the trades, aka Instagram, page six, that Gino and Jasmine got married? I don't know if that's true. Do I, I mean, I don't doubt that they're going to get married or have been married because, I mean, they need another season. They'll do happily ever after. But um, it's a beautiful disaster, especially after this episode. So speaking of this episode, we should just dive right in. Okay, we are on so season 10, episode 8, Do You Take One Another? I'm a bit disappointed at whoever did the titles for this season because they've just taken wedding vows and split them up to each episode, but that's okay, that's all right. Um, let's start on Ashley and her open mason jar of coffee. All right, so I told you guys last week, Ashley really is one of my favorites. I mean, there's something about her, not just because she's a bruja, not just because she's, you know, she's in a complicated relationship, which we love on these shows, but she's got so much sass and she doesn't put up with shit. And I really like it about her. I really like Ashley. So this opens up with her and Manuel. Um, we're discovering that Manuel is very angry, <laughs> very angry with her because she's obsessed with coffee. So he, he and I, and I must say at the beginning, I was agreeing with him. You know, sensible saying, listen, because they're going to go and run a load of errands. She's like, I'm going to take him with me because he needs to get out of this house. So she says we need to stop for coffee and that just incenses him he's like why are we stopping for coffee he's like you just get coffee from the house and look we all love to go buy a coffee i mean whether you're a tea drinker a coffee drinker there is something about the warmth and the coziness of going into your local coffee shop getting your coffee seeing all the regulars that go in there and and just and and having that as a comfort thing is it a complete waste of money the majority of the time absolutely so Ashley and him are arguing he's like just make coffee here and take it with you she's like fine I will but I also need my espresso so <laughs> she's drinking a one of those Starbucks like ready can in a can double espresso while she's making another another big coffee now listen you know that i love my caffeine i love my green tea i love my coffee i can have like three green teas and then go to sleep like i don't have any problem with caffeine and going to sleep but i will tell you watching her do this and him getting more and more angry and then her going into a car where she's going to be driving with an open can of her starbucks double shot and then her brewed coffee in an open mason jar. And I saw, I saw that she had a, a tumbler with a lid on it. Why you would choose to, and she goes and she goes, oops, spilled it everywhere. <laughs> and she goes straight to the car. And Manuel just completely laughs at her. But why she's doing that, I would be really irritated by that as well. It's going to spill, get something with a lid on. So she's got her phone on her mount. She's driving, she's got, she's finishing off her double shot, which is an open can that's going to have to go somewhere. Then she's asking him to hold the mason jar and he's like, I'm not holding your coffee. So that starts a huge argument just about coffee and mason jars. And then he says, what are you, an octopus? I'm sorry, guys, I'm finding a lot of these terrible men very, very funny on this show. Like I told you, I think Justin, aka um, Igor, is hilarious and I love sometimes Manuel's given it as well and I'm I'm a fan of it 
So she, that, but unfortunately, it really, really upsets Ashley. So Ashley, what she decides to do, I mean, it's so... She decides to call her friend to tell her how awful Manuel is being and how she's going to lose her shit and she has no idea if the relationship is going to last in front of him because he doesn't speak English. I mean, it's just... And can I say that they have probably been together for a couple of weeks? Remember, they have 90 days. And I wish we had time. They do. They used to be better at putting timestamps on like how many days they have left. But I know Manuel has not been in New York State for a long time. And they have argued every single goddamn episode and they've already been in couples therapy and they're not even probably halfway through their 90 days and um it's it's great to see so she's nearly crying on the phone and the friend's being like is he listening and she's like yeah 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 and then his, his confessionalist is like i don't know what they're saying and it's 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 so rude and oh it's just um it's great so they kind of go around the day, they run errands, and the next thing we see is that they are um, going to make candles. And this is very similar to this, there's always these tropes in um, reality TVs, you know, they go shopping, or they go for dinners, or they go, you know, there's always certain things, and candle making is a big one now, making your own makeup. Um, but because Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, we just had a whole scene of them making candles. Anyway, they go to make candles with Ashley's friends and it ends in, in Manuel walking out and walking home because they start to bring up the money again. And he says, you know, I want to send back about $300 a month to my family. Now, remember, this is the family. He has children that Ashley has never met. She's been to Ecuador enough times, has never met the children. And when she asks him about them and meeting them, he just goes, nah, it's just my private life. <laughs> Sorry, what? It's, it, he has zero shame. There's just not a single ounce of shame about what he's doing or how he's treating her. Just whatever, that's how I want to do it and that's how we're going to do it. I mean, it's remarkable to watch, it really is. So they start, the friends kind of start asking about the money as well. And he's like, well, she's spending $130 on this and the cat and the dog. And why is she doing that? And it's like, because the money should be going to him and his family. It's just, listen, I understand getting caught up in romance and then you're on a TV show and, you know, it, it's very attractive, I think. I don't know how the inner workings of this casting works, but, you know, being such a huge star in Hollywood in my day, I do know a lot about casting. And I, especially for these reality shows, and, you know, if you are in this relationship with somebody abroad, like Ashley and Manuel are, and then you see this casting, you know that people from 90 Day have made bank, you know, can make quite a bit of money from doing this. So you see a casting for it, you understand why you get on it, they pay for flights, they pay for dinners, they pay for all this type of stuff, you're going to be on TV, but there is just no forethought of the fact that immigration takes a long time, and Manuel is coming over to New York, unable to work until he gets a green card, and then until he gets his social security, by the way, it doesn't happen like you get married and then you get your green card the next week, it doesn't work like that. It can take months and months and up to a year. So you have to have some financial plan. None of them ever do. She, you know, they do come and she complains, I'm going to have to be supporting you. And you should have thought about this, Ashley. And Manuel, he doesn't give a shit. 
he is ready to keep that private life private and the money from Ashley flowing. So they have a massive fight and he walks out. By the way, though, did you note, as I love to do a beverage, a beverage corner, did you notice how many beers he'd had? There were like four or five cans in front of him that were empty. And that's another thing with production. You know, once again, being a star in Hollywood. I am familiar, like these productions just pay for everything because of course they want to see you getting all liquored up. So I'll order another beer, order another beer. And he'd had four or five and then he necked that beer before he walked out. So he was wasted. Um... And then we see next week that she sits down and it's like, well, are we getting married or what are we doing? He's like, oh, I'm watching football. <laughs> I should, I shouldn't laugh, but I do. And will they get married? Absolutely. Like this is, this is what's so monumentally wrong with these people. They all end up getting married and it, they're all disasters. Speaking of disasters, let's get to Sophie and Rob the Knob. Now, I did put on the Instagram today, Tender Loving Care Podcast, go and follow us on Instagram, um, that, and I mentioned this before, Rob the Knob and that Rose. So he's cheated on his girlfriend, going over to her Airbnb. They've kind of made up and he couldn't be more proud of the one singular Rose that he bought, or sorry, brought, not bought, brought, uh, with an R, over to Sophie to apologise. And did I perhaps suggest that he had stolen it from a roadside memorial. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Um, There are no facts there, just going on gut instinct. I've never seen him more proud of doing the bare minimum. It was a singular rose. And he sat there going, putting it in her face and, well, look what I got you. I swear at one point he's like, look what I got you. You've, you've cheated on her multiple times. You barely said sorry. You have no job and nothing going for you, but you have one singular rose. And she's all pleased. And he's like, all right, let's pack up and go. They're packing up at the Airbnb. And I'm like, don't do it. Sophie, don't do it. Stay in that house. Enjoy your time in LA. Don't do this. But she does. And then they go back. They go back to his house. And he's still like waving this rose in front of her. These two really... I'm losing a lot of sympathy I have for Sophie, except I do have to keep reminding myself she's 23. She's so young. I mean, she's so young. Um, Anyway, the next thing we see is Rob plans, aka production planned all of this, a little getaway for them. So they go to Venice Beach where Sophie loves and Rob the Knob has supposedly rented a beachside Airbnb for them for the weekend. I mean, it was all production that did this. And Sophie says, um, what was the term she used? She, instead of saying romance, she said romanticness. I think that's, I think that's the word she said, romanticness. Rob is, Rob, you know, Rob doesn't like, like, need to do like all this romanticness for me. He could just, you know, like be nice to me. That's all I want. I mean, she, her expectations are so low. It's painful. And so they're walking around. He's like, look, got a bathroom in here, got a bathroom inside. And so they talk about that for like five minutes. It's really pathetic. It it's really, really is. And then we see production has got them dinner. So they're sat outside. They're looking at the view by the beach. 
and she said, you know, she loves Indian cuisine, and he got her, um, he got her Indian cuisine, she was over the moon, she's like, quote, he got me food that not just he loves, I mean, Sophie, I just, you just want to shake, and you know what, I wish I'd, like, really shake myself at 23 as well, because we put up with rubbish from men, and that's exactly what she's doing, this is, this man is, he's just, awful rob the knob is he's coming off so poorly on this show i don't know how you redeem yourself i really don't um so now they're all fine they're all great in venice um and she's like he used to be nice to me you know he used to like write me paragraphs and say that you know uh he got hit by cupid's bow well a bow and arrow, I guess. I don't know. Cupid's arrow or something. It was he probably did say bow. I don't know. It's hard for me. It's really hard to watch this girl go through this. Um but anyway, we do see a scene where she's speaking to her mum um via FaceTime and set and the mum's like, Alright, you can come out this week or next week. Which one do you want? And I'm gonna give Rob a piece of my mind. So I'm really looking forward to that. Because there's no way that guy can come across well to that mother. He's going to try and think, because I think he's under the illusion he's charming. So I think he will try and that won't work at all. And he'll just storm off like a toddler. I guarantee it'll be storming off, storming off, storming off. Um, Speaking of storming off, let's go to Gino and Jasmine. So, you know... I mean, it really is great. Jasmine, we get the clip of her last week. She went to go and get um, her nails done with a friend of, I guess it's one of Gino's family members or friends, who tells her that they had had a stag night, a bachelor night. And she's fuming and she goes, I cannot wait to get back to Gino. And you see her come in that house. And Gino's putting together the furniture for um, Coco's steps. And... um, you hear him speaking to the camera and he's like, you know, it was definitely rough and she's going through all these ex-girlfriend stuff, but I hope it just gets better. Hey, Gino. Hey, Gino, guess what? It's not going to get better. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Um, so when she walks in, it was something of art. It was like an art piece. She walks in and she's wearing this bizarre green pantsuit or green suit blazer that looks like she was going to court. And she is the prosecutor because she walks in. How do you know? What are you doing? Uh, just And he already knows he's in the shirt. Like he already knows. His jaw starts going. He starts twitching. He already knows he's in for it. She's like, and he's like, oh, I'll just bring this for Coco. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, what did you do the day before I arrived? <laughs> Exhibit A, no. And then you see him, he's visibly shaking. Like he's tapping a leg or he's shaking his arm. Um, uh, uh, and the day before I arrived, um, the day before I arrived, um, the day before you arrived, uh, nothing, uh, uh, nothing. She says, uh-huh. You did nothing? The day before I arrived. Oh, I mean, you know, uh, oh, my bachelor party. And then they get into it and the editing was brilliant. I didn't, yeah, we went to the strip club. I didn't touch any girls. Cue, literally a girl (laughs) on top of him, whipping him, him grabbing her ass. It was great. And him just giggling all the way through it didn't touch any of that. that's just what guys do here you know it's what we do in in this country like it's like it's a cultural thing i loved it of seeing women naked in strip clubs it's just a cultural thing though you just don't understand it babe um and of course she loses i think she did pretty well she was remaining quite calm when he started when she said i'm going back to panama and i don't want to marry you and then he said well i can't put up with you being unreasonable and she said quite clearly to him it's you're lying though and of course he's lying because he, he's terrified of her so he's not going to tell her that he's been to a strip club because she's going to lose her shit but he doesn't understand that you know what what we all learn in watergate the cover-up is worse than the crime don't cover it up <laughs> just tell her you had a bachelor party and you went to a strip club but no um so, um, you know, she says, I don't want to marry you. And then she stands up and he's accusing her of just being so dramatic. And so she goes, I'm so sick of you telling me my feelings are wrong. Throws the ring on the ground and goes into the other room. And there's just a shot of her. It's, it's horrible. There's just a shot of her with black mascara all down her face and just stunned. And Gina's like, well, <sighs> I don't know what we'll do with this. Hopefully she'll get over it. And I just wrote, well, they had one day of peace. I mean, they <laughs> They really got about one day of peace. So, uh, but those two end up getting married too. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, these people are learning nothing. Um, let's go next over to, let me look at my notes here. Let's go to Kentucky. And we're going to go and see how Clayton and Annalie are getting on. Now they had a terrible last, um, 
episode with uh, Clayton's sister, Brandy, who stormed out the restaurant, thinks Annalie is just after a green card and all of this stuff. Um, so we see that I think the mother had gone to go and stay with Brandy. So we just see um, them bringing in a paddling pool into the apartment for baby pig and chocolate. Baby pig and chocolate are back and I am couldn't be more thrilled. So he wants to give his um, guinea pigs, baby pig and chocolate, little baths. So you see them and I swear these pigs even know they're on... Um, on film they're giving side eye to production while they're getting a bath it was great so they're giving them little baby baths and then they're talking about meeting brandy and how hard that was and then when you see the little guinea pigs all wrapped up in their blankets it gave me so much joy i liked that a lot that was very very good anna lee is still utterly perplexed though about the level of love he has for his animals. I deeply appreciate it. I think it's amazing. And I'm so proud of Clayton and the way he treats his little pigs um, but and his dogs. But uh, yeah, so we see that. And then we find out that Brandy does a... Uh, sorry, not Brandy. Annalie does a FaceTime with her mum back in Peru. And it was hard. It was hard. You know, um, Annalie's... Um, mother has a lot of um, health concerns and she's had them for quite a while she thinks she's had about seven to eight years there's diabetes there's osteoporosis there's a lot going on and and Annalie leaving her would just be so exceptionally hard and especially her mother saying why did you leave me it's a lot of pressure on her um and this kind of plays into how insulting brandy was to her saying you're coming here for a green card she says i left my mother who's very very ill this was not about a green card um so they decide to go to they're going to go to indiana um for to go and see brandy the sister to kind of reconcile hopefully and also to go apple picking and have a night to themselves in a hotel because they still have not been as these couples used as love to say intimate they've still not been intimate so um they want to go and do that um so we see them saying goodbye to a mum who was just sat in her closet and the two dogs were there and they were saying goodbye to her and then they just called each other fat for like a quarter of the scene she's like you're you're chunky and he goes well look at you your shorts don't even fit <laughs> moving on <laughs> they're fine with that apparently um so they get in the car and they're driving to indiana and once again the guys are coming out with some one-liners here that I really liked. And apologies to anyone from Indiana. I have not... I don't think I mean... I haven't been to Indiana. No, I haven't been to Indiana. But, um, you know, um, I have Maple here and she's licking her lips if you hear anything. Oh, Maple. Um, so you hear Annalise saying, well, what's in Indiana? Like, what's different to... Is there anything there? And he says, Indiana's just drugs and corn. She said, sorry, what? It's drugs and corn, which I thought was great. That would have been a better episode name, by the way. That would have been a great episode name, drugs and corn. Anyway, so they go in, they meet with Brandy, they get apple picking, and Brandy was com completely changed her tune. She said, I'm very, very upset about how I behaved, um, and I really want to make amends and not be such a bitch. And they go apple picking. Um, you know, uh, Anna Lee had written a note to be read out in English to kind of express, you know, about her mum and green card and why that hurts so much. And Brandy was crying and Anna Lee was crying and they hugged it out. And I thought, 
Oh, this is just lovely. I mean, it seems very, very nice. You can tell there's so much care and affection between Anna Lee and Clayton. The sex thing, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I mean, they go to the hotel and then you see him trying to get sexy, but she's not into it at all. I don't, they haven't had sex in a month, he says. I don't know what's going on there. I have my suspicions, but I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. So that was Clayton and Annalie, but hopefully we will find out that they've been intimate in the next episode. Um, all right, we've done that. We've done those ones. Let's go to Nikki and Justin. Listen, I know. I know about Justin. I'm not going to say he's a good person. We've gone over the Nazi costume that he wore for Halloween, but he does come out with a couple of one-liners. Um, so... They are, um, they're they're in the car where they've just had a massive discussion fight and pretty much broken up and they're like about to go to Justin's parents' house. So they're driving there and she's like, I'm just going to put it, Nikki's like, I'm just going to put it behind me, deal with what's going on now, we can discuss this later. So we go out into this beautiful countryside for Justin's parents' house and just out of nowhere he goes, (laughs) he thought this was like a fun fact. He's like, over there? That's the first time I, I, I've seen how um, cows have sex with each other. And it was ju- it just hung in the air perfectly. Nikki, what? For, that's the, for over there, it was the first time I saw how cows have sex with each other. Next scene. It was great. It was, I love it when it hangs. And then they go in and the mother and the father couldn't have been more hospitable and the wine was out, the food were out. They were so loving to Nikki. It was really, really nice. Um, And then, you know, they get out photos of Justin when he was younger and things like that and photos when they first met. Um... And, you know, Justin's mom quite rightly gets upset thinking about him going because, of course, he's, you know, I keep forgetting that this is 90 Day Fiancé, they're going back to the States. So uh, just like Nick is from Korea, Justin's going to be going back to the States. Um, And so Justin's mom was very upset. So he took her out and they had some time together. And then they asked for approval. They got it. I mean, but fundamentally, they don't want, they've tried this once he went over to the States. It was not working. Then we add in the fact that he was betrayed by Nikki after, you know, being told that uh, she was a trans woman that that she hadn't told him. And that Justin, you know, then she, she got a lot of surgery that Justin has pretty much said, I'm not attracted to that sur- the type of surgery you've got done. Nikki says that when Justin was in the house, he didn't even clean a dish or a cup. So... And they basically broke up and then are asking to get their permission. I don't know. I mean, do I want to watch him coming to New York, New Jersey? Absolutely, I do. Um, I just don't, I just, this is just headed for disaster, obviously. I think we can say obviously on that one. Um, So we left it with that. And we do see next, let's talk about next week a little bit, because they said that um, with Nicole and Justin, you see them sat at dinner, another dinner where it turns to another fight. And she's saying, so did you have, were you having sex with other women? And he said, when I, just avoids that, when I put that ring on, all clear. And she goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, before that, before you proposed to me, were you sleeping with other women? 
Ah, that's in the past. <laughs> it's just so dysfunctional. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. <sighs> so they'll definitely get married as well because uh, much made. Um, Devin and Nick. Now, this is the last couple we're going to talk about in this episode. Guys, I've told you that Kate had let us know that she'd read something. Here we go. I love it. So someone read something or something that, you know, Devin was having a hard time with this was being filmed. She was not very well mentally. I think she was suffering from depression. I may be making that, but I think there was some mention of that. She, and she's very, very awkward in, a, in front of a camera. I just, she, she should never, ever have signed up for this show. Because it's not flattering. Um, we see them there on the leaving Korea and they're heading back to Arkansas in the US. And Devin's speech... Okay. I'm being... Guys, you know... You know I'm never one to gossip. Never one to make comments about people in a negative light. <coughs> um, Devin speaks as though... She has just had her wisdom teeth removed. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when it's you can't open your mouth and your cheeks are all puffed up, you're in pain, you really can't open your mouth wide, your jaw wide. That is exactly how Devon sounds every single scene she's in. Like, she can't open her mouth. And I just want her to, like, open her mouth. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Um, they are traveling back. They land into Memphis and the, you know, Devon's mum and dad are there. They seem very nice. Welcomed Nick with open arms. And Nick, I thought was very, um, very charming and spoke to them very well in a way that, you know, he's touching their arms and he seemed very friendly. He's like, oh, I apologize. My English isn't perfect, even though his English is amazing. Um, they get their bags and he's just overcome, you know, he says, I'm the only Asian person here. And it's different. Everything's different. Um, it is going to be really interesting seeing him in this small town because what we see next week, ooh, it looks like there's some kind of family gathering, a barbecue or something at Devon's house. And there were relatives there and it looked like an aunt said to Nick, so what do Korean people think of Americans? And he said, uh, greasy food and fat. <laughs> and the aunt's like, oh, wow. And then he says, like, like Piggy here, pointing to Devon, and not just pointing, he then grabs her tummy in front of everyone. It's like, Piggy, Piggy. Guys, guys, it's, it's tough. It's a tough one. And the father's like, I don't like, I don't like that he says that. Yeah, no shit. Maybe you should say something there, but you know they don't say anything there. What they'll do is they'll wait and then do it when there's a camera and a confessional there. Oh, anyway. So, honestly, th this seemed a bit of a filler episode, I would have said. It wasn't, there wasn't a ton of revelations or stuff going on. I really want to see Justin in New Jersey. Um, I really want to see Sophie's mum lay into Rob. Um, and Gino and Jasmine just get married already. Please get married already. I, I would love for Ashley and Manuel, I'd love to have an episode where Manuel just disappears into New York City because he says he's got friends, no family in the city. And Ashley was like, I'm terrified he's going to get on a bus and just go. I'd like to see him do that and then Ashley drag his ass back. That would be really good. Um, so, you know, there's, 
there's a lot that I do want to see. This was just, I feel like this was just a just a filler. I mean, even Clayton and Anna Lee, there wasn't much going on. But we did see Baby Pig and Chocolate. Now, next week, I told you, I said last week, guys, that was I going crazy or was there another couple that we were yet to meet? And I thought, well, there's no way because we were on episode seven last week. They're not going to bring someone in in episode eight. No, they're not. They bring them in episode nine. We see it some, all, I didn't get names apart from this very, very thin um, white guy with covered in tattoos, ex-drug dealer, I believe he said he was, and the girl's name was Citra. That's all I know. And that her dad, wherever, I don't know what country she's coming from, but her dad is a cop. And it's our new couple. Now, this tells me a lot. And as, you know, TLC historians, you will know if they're bringing a couple on episode nine, it means that they have no storyline or something happens that that just made it so that they couldn't film a whole season. I don't know what it's going to be. I have a suspicion it may be something as simple as some legality, maybe, about him or getting a marriage license, or there's going to be something they don't can't actually get married, and they're just going to show us them for a couple of episodes, because it's very odd to bring a brand new couple in, in, in the episode nine. We usually only have about, what, 30, oh, I say only, but 13 episodes. So I think this will be a non-starter. They look like they'll be interesting. He's got his criminal past, and her dad's a cop, but I they are only bring them in this late in the game because there just was not enough of a storyline. So we'll see what what that is about. We also see next week that Sophie is getting very, very anxious about telling Rob that she's bisexual because I forgot she hadn't told him that. Um, so you see her at, the, at his house and she's kind of going outside. She says, I think I'm having a panic attack. I think his response will be... Look, he takes offense to everything, right? He storms out in a mood and everything. But for this, I don't think he will. I don't know. Color me optimist. I don't know. I feel as though he'll be like, okay, why didn't you tell me earlier? Okay. Or he will do something which will enrage us all, which will be, ah, she hid something from me so I can use that against her. And then he'll go off in a mood. Why didn't you ever tell me this? You should have told me that. See, you lie. I lied, but you lied too. If he goes down that road, I really don't know if I can keep covering them on this podcast. It's too much. Too much. Um, but yeah, so next week, I am excited to see this new couple. I really am. Um, but apart from that, let's, let's get some more action in here, guys. I mean, we've seen Jasmine cry and threaten to go back to Panama about three times already. I, I, want some, I want some big, big secrets to come out. That's what was great about 90 Days at the beginning. There are always these huge secrets. You know, when you see them in the confessionals and they go, well, there is something I haven't told them. Oh, music to my ears. All right, well, I'm going to love you and leave you guys. This was just a small one. We do have Bravo to catch up on and we do have our wheel of shame. It's been very tricky these past couple of weeks. Just as I said, I've been doing it on my own and we've had the holidays and stuff, but I am catching up with everything for you. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us with any of your thoughts or 
opinions at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com um it's great ways to support us there we're also on patreon where we have our very special episodes twice a month of another odd weird documentary that we dive into um and just telling people about the pod it means so so much and it's strange how things can get picked up i mean some of our reels have just got picked up in a major way recently on instagram and that's brought new followers um, and every one of you, it's just so bloody amazing. And it's so great to get all your feedback and your DMs. I love your DMs. Continue to send them. I respond to every single one of them. Um, and, you know, if there are any shows you really love, like we've had this before from some of you great listeners, you've DM'd us some shows that you like. The Last Resort, I, 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 I know it's been off now for a while, but I just could not watch all of that. But we did have some listeners like that was actually pretty good so listen if there's anything weird or wild or crazy like you know the twin flames i was talking to talking to you about at the top of the show just dm us let us know what email us tenderloveandcarepod at gmail.com because i love to know what you guys are watching or what you guys are fascinated with because look all of us if you listen to this there's certainly a massive area of tv that we all love so I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to have a couple more episodes for you this week. I'm sorry it's been a little bit off sync, but um, I'm getting there. Bear with me. You're all beautiful. I love you all. And um, stay warm. It's getting chilly here in LA and I love it. All right. Um, I hope to hear from all you guys. Keep listening. Keep watching these ding-dongs. And never, guys, ever, ever forget about baby pig and chocolate. Okay, bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.